everybody, and welcome back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I won an official Red Rider Carbine Action 200 Shot Range Model Air Rifle. <laughs> I was wondering what you were typing over there in preparation. So you're Ralphie today. I'm Ralphie. <laughs> um, we, first and foremost, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas for those of you that celebrate and a wonderful holiday season. Um, we had a pretty great one here. We really did. Canada. We really did. We spent a lot of really um, wonderful, good times with family, and we got some cool stuff. And um, I think Baby Aldridge got more gifts than. Uh, oh we did. gosh, he. I mean, he's not even here yet, y'all, and he is uh, getting pretty darn spoiled. So um, we are very, very grateful. Um, we are coming at you with our final episode in our Christmas series. Um, just a couple days after Christmas, and um, I think it's going to be a good one. We got another double feature for you, and we decided to end on a kind of a silly note. I feel like both of these movies are very, like, slapsticky. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, um, so we'll be talking about Christmas Vacation. I'm sorry, National, National Lampoon's, Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas vacation, vacation and A Christmas Story. Um, and I think you said last week they're kind of they were kind of released around. Well, the they're same both time? in the eighties. Okay. Um, a Christmas Story was in nineteen eighty three, and uh, Christmas Vacation was nineteen eighty nine. Oh, okay. So yeah, technically in the eighties. So we're going to be talking about Christmas Vacation first. Well, eighty nine is like it's still one hundred percent of the eighties. Technically about it. Okay, fine. Um, so we'll be talking about Christmas Vacation first. This is the one that I knew. Um, I'm more well-versed in Christmas Vacation than I was in A Christmas Story because this is one that we would watch. This isn't one we watch every Christmas, but we definitely watch it a lot because my grandfather really likes this movie. Um, I, I mean, I've probably seen this maybe once. Okay, so you've seen Christmas before. Story more. I wouldn't even say that. I've seen, I've seen all of A Christmas Story, but okay. I think this may have been the first time legitimately from start to finish. I've seen pieces of it okay you're talking about christmas vacation yeah, no no no. i'm talking about a christmas story oh oh, oh. christmas story i've seen i never watched it from start to finish gotcha. i always like came in at different, as it was on or whatever different, at different parts okay gotcha um and national lampoon's vacation christmas vacation this is probably the the second or third time i've ever okay. seen it all the way through gotcha yeah, this is one, I mean, I've definitely seen it several times, um, and I will say it, it took me a long time for this to grow on me, and it really hasn't fully grown on me. It's, I don't know, again, I'm usually not a fan of comedy like this, the like slapstick, oh, like, I, love slapstick comedy. I mean, the physical, very physical comedy, yes. like everything going wrong kind it, of a situation. It's one of the harder ones to do and make yeah. it look good. That's true. That's very, very true. And um, I think you were shocked when I told you this. I'm pretty sure this is like the only National Lampoon movie that I've ever seen, like in the whole you, So thing. you've never seen the first vacation? I don't think so. European vacation? No. Um, wow. Well, maybe we'll have to do a... A, a series? A, a vacation series. <laughs> Next time oh, we get gosh. ready to go on vacation, we'll do a vacation series <laughs> to release while we're on vacation. Oh, there you go. There Perfect. You go. That's fun. Um, well, I will say that this um, this movie does have a spectacular cast. Um, does have does have a good cast. Both of these movies... Yeah. Well, no, I'll take that back. A Christmas Story, I don't know anybody in it. Yeah, A Christmas Story probably... I was going to say, like, I was going to figure out who the most famous person in A Christmas Story was. I really couldn't tell you. Um, I don't know. Probably have to be the dad, I would guess, maybe? Or maybe I don't the know. mom? I don't know. But okay, so but we're talking about Christmas Vacation first. Yes, yes. So let's chat about that cast, because obviously the incomparable Chevy Chase is at the helm. Um, he plays Clark Griswold. Yes, he does. Um... The, the patriarch of the Griswolds. Yeah. Uh, his wife, Ellen Griswold, played by Beverly D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're going to have Costume Corner about uh, this. Yeah, I am. Um, Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Plays the daughter, Audrey Griswold. And, and she ha- she's... I know that she's an actress now as well, but she also is in a band. Is that correct? Ooh, I don't know. I feel um, like she is. I feel like I, I read that, that she was like also a singer. Maybe I'm thinking of someone different. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you could be right. Um, 
Um, but she was very young in this. She was like a teen. Yeah. Uh, she, she in real life, is sister-in-law to uh, Ethan Supley. Um, yes, that's right. From Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the Titans? He was the giant, you know, lineman, the really big guy. Yep. Um, the lovable. Lost, yeah. Since lost a lot of weight, it looks real good. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that their families overlap. That's yeah, kind of random. It's weird. He's married to her sister. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just happened to find that out the other day because I follow him on Instagram and <laughs> she was in his Instagram story. I was like, what? like that's weird. What's <laughs> happening? Yeah, that is I was really like, weird. they're not married, are they? Yeah. Uh, then the son, Rusty Griswold, played by Johnny Galecki, who we've talked about on the show. Yes, fairly uh, recently, in fairly fact. Fairly recently, exactly. He plays uh, Leonard Hofstadter in Big Bang Theory. But in this, he's what, like 12? Oh, he's he maybe even... Yeah, yeah, I'd say probably 12. Right? Around 12. He has... I, to me, he has the exact same face. Oh, he... he <laughs> even when he was in, like, Roseanne and stuff. Yeah. Like, which I guess this may be... Around the same time? Around the same... Maybe Roseanne was a little bit after this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same exact face. Yeah. Well, I do feel the same about Juliette Lewis too. She looks she very she looks similar. Very, just an older face. Taller. Yeah, yeah. Taller. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I'm assuming these people, I, I don't know very much about them, but I'm assuming they were famous actors at some point. Clark Griswold Sr. is played by John Randolph. Mm-hmm. Nora Griswold is played by Diane Ladd. And... Uh, who's Art Smith? I don't remember that character. Is he? Uh, oh, the mom's the mom's dad. Okay. The mom's dad. I do know that Aunt Beverly used to be like a glamour actress from like the '30s. Aunt Beverly. Her her headshot on IMDb is like from her back in the day, oh, and she's wow. like beautiful. Um, um, probably the biggest name of the grandparent is Doris Roberts. Yeah. Uh, who plays um, Frances Smith. Yeah, and she was in um, Everybody Loves Raymond, Everybody right? Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. yeah. And also Lizzie McGuire. She was in one episode. She, she played was in one Gordo's episode. grandmother. So she plays a good grandma. Um, let's see. Uh, Cousin Eddie. Ugh. Everybody's <laughs> favorite Cousin Eddie, played by Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. He saved the world, but the world couldn't save him. You keep saying that as if it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing? It For real? It makes me sad that he's crazy now. Okay, but what does that mean? He saved the world. How, how did he save the world? Day. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's okay. all I needed okay. to know. Yeah. I was like, what does that mean? Um, Independence Day. But now he's now he's a little bit off his rocker. He's a little bit off his rocker now. Yeah. Um, um, and consequently, so is Cousin Eddie. So that is true. <laughs> so you know, maybe, maybe it uh kind of wore off on. I guess. Um, let's see who else big name is in this. Uh, Bill is played by Sam McMurray, who I believe was in a couple of Adam Sandler movies. Okay. Um, Margot Chester is played by Julia Louise Dreyfus. That's right. Oh my gosh, I I already forgot that she was very in that. interesting. Uh, character you know well and i mean i don't know she's in the grand scheme of things she's not in that much of a movie of the movie no but she she plays a weird like the neighbor antagonist but yeah not really like she's really um <laughs> i don't know i feel like they are the everything they're that, the victims correct. most of the time they're kind of jerk they're kind of annoying they're kind of obnoxious understandable. but by the end of the movie you feel sorry for them like there's it's they're the things that the griswolds happen to is is that the correct grammar like uh, sure sounded <laughs> right to me i knew what you meant um so they they are at the uh receiving end of a lot of the mishap and yes. chaos and that's um, what this movie they is. Cause. It's just a lot of mishaps and chaos. Yeah, uh, the, lots and lots. The plot is basically the <laughs> everything Griswolds, goes wrong. Yeah, having Christmas at their house and everything goes wrong. From uh, him not getting a bonus to mm-hmm. um, lights malfunctioning and right. cats getting electrocuted <laughs> and I mean all <laughs> kinds of craziness. Every chaos ensues, as one of our favorite phrases here on TMF. Um, now it's sad. But, you know, I hear that Chevy Chase is just a real jerk. Is he really? He's just a real jerk. I didn't hear this. Yeah, um, on the set. That's why he was written off of Community. 
He just like doesn't work well with others. Yeah, he doesn't. He's That's old. That's sad. And and like uh, apparently maybe slightly racist. Oh gosh, um, I, I hate that. I don't, I don't want to throw that out there, but just some of the things that I've that read, you've heard. Um, not like full on, but like things that may have been okay to say in the seventies. Mm. He's kind and of stuck he, in he that mindset. Stuck in that. But you also got to take a look at. You know, with what we know about CTE and stuff. Which is? Today, it's, uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but uh, football players and uh, combat sport athletes get it. It's head trauma. Oh, that okay. causes, uh, it's like when you get concussions and stuff, it, it causes long, the long-term effects of it is CTE. Mm. Um, and it can cause you to go crazy. They think that's what happened with Aaron Hernandez, the football player. Gotcha. Because of all the concussions. Because, exactly. There's yeah. brain damage and it alters your brain, basically. Yeah. Um, the slapstick comics like this that throw themselves downstairs yeah. and stuff. Lots of physical endurance, yeah. A, he's made a lot of injuries to himself and, and hurt himself. And so you kind of yeah. have to think that that may have something to do with it as well. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, that definitely makes sense. But it is sad that, you know, people don't like working with him anymore because he's yeah. kind of a jerk. I hate that. Well, I mean, going back to the physical comedy of it all, I wrote so many times, Clark should be dead. There's so many, like, things that happen in this movie, and I'm sure happen in other National Lampoon movies, even though I haven't oh, seen yeah. them. But, but he should funny, be dead. That's, that's the funny thing about <laughs> slapstick movies They just like survive. That. It's like, uh, it's one of the reasons I love Ernest. Yeah. Uh, the Ernest movies. Well, and, and the, the whole... Stooges and the and... spiel of... Um, the whole section of Home Alone with the wet bandits oh, and yes. them all getting hurt. It, and... It's so it's just so fun to watch. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're... Because you know that they're not really hurt. Right. But it's like, oh, it looks like that would, you know, hurt. Really be painful. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a favorite gag in this? Like a favorite Ooh, mishap? Favorite mishap. Um... There are a lot of, like like I said, not my kind of comedy usually. There's a lot of stupid stuff that happens. The lights yeah, that's are what pretty I, funny. That's what I would have to say for me too is probably the lights and trying to get the lights to work. And, well, and the neighbors like are just blinded, blinded by the light by, like yeah. a couple of times. Fun fun fact about the lights. Yes. Um, when the, the, the last time he's trying to get him to work and he takes his frustration out on the plastic decorations in mm-hmm. the front yard yes uh chevy chase actually broke his finger oh punching santa claus and started <laughs> kicking and clubbing the decorations oh but no they kept film rolling and he kept going and so that was that was the take that they ended up using yikes he pulled an aragorn he pulled an aragorn <laughs> but or you could say that aragorn pulled a him well that's true that's true if you first. know you know if you know you know um Okay, so let me just say, I should have said this at the beginning because you only hear this song at the beginning and at the end, but the theme song for Christmas Vacation is a bop. I should have looked up who wrote it and who sang it, but shout out to whoever did that Mm -hmm. because it is such, like, it's just such a good song. It's very 80s. It's very, like, get you excited. Um, It's just really good. Um, And so I just wanted to shout out the theme song. It is. It is a bop. It really is. Um, okay, so quick little costume corner. Um, the mom, I think, would you say her name was Ellen in the movie? Ellen yes. Griswold? Yes. Um, Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, she has an outfit, her Christmas outfit. So it would be, I guess, her Christmas Eve outfit that I have always been obsessed with. Like, oh, yeah, costume corner. Yes. I might, I might like the outfit more than I like the entirety of the film. Like, that's how I feel. The outfit is so cute. There are so many outfits in christmas movies that, that i want to recreate that one is real cute isn't it that, cute i mean that's the best outfit that she has oh a hundred percent it's like very a, fun. a little green um mini skirt but it's like it flares out a little bit so it's poofy and then she's got a white blouse very 80s white blouse with a little like peekaboo on the collar and she just looks fabulous with like tights and heels i'm just obsessed with that whole outfit so i needed to needed to talk about that the rest of the outfits are like fine but that one is the star for me <laughs> um and so this oh go this ahead was the last film of may questel who played um aunt bev aunt beth beverly uh, bethany 
Oh, why did I say Beverly? I'm not sure. I think I said Beverly at the beginning, too. It is Bethany. She started her career in 1930 as the voice of Betty Boop. <gasps> oh my gosh, how cool! Yeah. That is a fun fact. She sure played a crazy lady in this. I have some trivia questions regarding Aunt Bethany. Um, yeah, that I mean, I can totally see her as, as a Betty Boop back in the day. Yeah, yeah, she definitely has that kind of look and mm-hmm. and sound. Yeah, of, for like, sure. What, what that would be for like. sure. Um, did we mention who directed this? No. The original director was Chris Columbus. What do you mean original? Uh, did it, it guess, get taken over by somebody? I guess it did. Um, uh, Jeremiah Chechik took over because I think what had happened was John Hughes wrote this movie too. Mm -hmm. And he, oh wait, Chris Columbus, oh, he he decided that he couldn't work with Chevy Chase. Oh! He was too difficult to work with. So he was even back in the day. Uh And he desperately needed a job at this point, um, so he quit the project. But John Hughes ended up bringing him on the next year to do Home Alone. Well, there you go. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't think we mentioned that John Hughes wrote this. John Hughes is a... Yes. Um, he wrote a bunch of stuff. Home Alone, to be fair, made six times the amount of money. That it's better. Made. It's better. Am I wrong So John that? Hughes just did two back-to-back Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I think but I can write Christmas movies. Am I wrong in saying that Home Alone is significantly better than Christmas Vacation? Like, is that a hot take? Or like, No, I don't think that's a hot take at all. I, I, I feel that's like... That's 100%. Right? It's it's similar in terms of the wet bandits of it all and like the you know like we talked about before the physical comedy but it's just got more heart. Christmas vacation yeah. is like gag after gag yes. after gag it's like It's way more gag silly. SNL-y. Yes. SNL-y? SNL-y. <laughs> I mean you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um do you have a favorite character in this? Uh is it Cousin Eddie? No, see, I, I don't know that I have a really a favorite character because all the characters, like, even though a lot of bad things keep happening to uh, Clark Griswold, yeah, he's kind of a jerk. He is. Um, For sure. And, I mean, it's understandable. Literally everything is going wrong for him. Right, and he's, and he's just, hosting he's a bunch of people. And... But, I mean, Cousin Eddie is obnoxious. Like, everybody's, yeah. uh, everybody is a little obnoxious. So Yeah, they're not great people. That's why it's fun in the sense that, like, they're not super endearing characters. No. So it's, like, it's funny and okay to laugh at them in their mishaps. Because <laughs> you, know you, know you know it's gonna end up okay in the end. Yeah. But it's like, God, oh, they're a little obnoxious, so it's fine that they're, yeah. you know, I definitely, you know what? I could definitely agree with that for sure. I don't think I really have a favorite either. The The Cousin Eddie arc is always really funny. Um, and the fact that he kidnaps the boss at the end because he thinks that that's what Chevy Chase wants and like that whole thing is funny. Um, the kids are cute. Like I feel like uh, the Cousin Eddie's daughter and her conversation about oh, Santa Claus yeah, yeah. is kind of, is probably like the sweetest part, yeah. you know? Um, I do like that. She has a bad wig, though. They gave that kid a bad oh, see, wig. I, I, don't, I don't even notice these things. <laughs> you say that they're like bad wigs, but I never notice. You're like, oh, that's a bad wig. I'm like, why would they give them a wig? Why not just use their hair? I mean, like, it doesn't it, make sense to me. It, it, you're correct. Unless she had like bleach blonde hair and they're well, just like, we got to make it look like and sometimes she's their kid. Well, and sometimes they use wigs for consistency, and it's just easier to put a wig on so that it looks the same. You yeah, know what I mean? Yes. And so I don't know. I'm I'm always noticing the wig. Maybe it's the theater kid in me that always notices. But anyway, hashtag bad wig. Um, so there was two Christmas themed movies that came out in 1989. Okay. The first one was this one. Okay. And then Prancer. I don't know that one. I'm not familiar with it either. But okay. guess what? Johnny Galecki was in both of them. Okay. So he worked a lot <laughs> did, that year. He did a lot of Christmas movies that year. Amazing. Or both Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. That is funny. Um, the only thing from this movie that I, I wanted to talk about was the fact that 
um, in Dalton's hometown, the uh, Wetumpka, Alabama, for those that don't know. Oh, yes. They have a Griswold... What is it? Like a... It's not a show. It's like a... I mean, it kind of is. Is it? It's not like a show show that you go to, but... They do uh, it every year. Some people that I used to go to church with uh, started doing this, I don't know, maybe eight or ten years ago. And it started off like just kind of small, but now it, it has become a huge thing. They're in the parade. They're in the parade for uh, our Christmas festival every year. Um, they they do a, a quote-unquote show. Um, it's really just a drive-by kind of thing in their front yard. Yeah. Like, well, because they, they have, have an RV. They have an RV. They have, um, and the family the station up. wagon. The whole family. There's several of them, um, and so the whole family dresses up like the characters. Mm-hmm. And um, correct me if I'm wrong. The station wagon has like the big old tree on it with the root. Yes, and stuff the, like that. Like I it's, mean, the, it's it's from they, the movie. They film accurate depiction. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, they go all out, and it's a it's a big thing in in my hometown because everybody enjoys it, and the people that do it are just good people. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. That's why I wanted to shout that out because I just think that's very cool that that's something that they that happens every year and that people look forward to every year, and so it's very very neat. Um, any fun facts for me about this before we move on? Um. I know you peppered a couple yeah, in already. Yeah, peppered a couple in. I don't know that I have um, that many more for this. Okay. So yeah, we can move on to a Christmas. A story. Christmas story. I have I have thoughts on this. I knew you probably would. I this one I don't think I had ever seen all the way through before mm-hmm. you and I watched it. Um, in fact, I just saw a live production of it. Uh, but one of my very good friends. Uh, and her kids, her kids are actually uh, the kids that I nannied for since basically they were born. Um, but they're a little bit older now and the two of them were in it. And so I went to go see it and that was, that might've been like my first real introduction to this movie. So I, I saw the play first before I kind of yeah saw the movie. And so I don't know. It's just, I think so much happens in it. I think too much happens in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed parts of the live show for sure. And especially because I knew people in it, but like the movie, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't get super into it. There wasn't, it didn't have that like Christmas feel good feeling. Like there were like Christmas vacation. There were a lot of people in it that were just not good people. Yeah. You know, like, um, they're it's only really just, and eventually we'll watch A Christmas Story Christmas, which came out this year. Sure. Uh, which is a sequel of sorts to, to sure. this. That has everyone that could come back, coming back. Which is awesome. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the, the, there was really only one, like, real through line, kind of, and it was that yeah. he wanted this Red Rider BB gun. And then everything um, happened around and that. Then there, there, well, there was a lot of other stuff that happened. Yeah. It was... With him talking about wanting this Red Rider BB gun spackled in. Sure. I mean, because you have the tongue scene, you have the yeah. fully scene. I mean, there's a lot of stuff and it just kind of feels like... And, I mean... In it doesn't all, fully all, flow together. It right? doesn't. That's exactly that's exactly right. But all that being said, there are so many scenes in this that are iconic and yes. that people think about. Like the tongue on the flagpole and the bunny suit. And, and the, the soap in the mouth. Yes, there are so the, many things the, that like... Come leg to lamp. mind. Yeah, the leg lamp. Yes. There are so many like iconic images from this movie, you know, but I just couldn't, I don't know. I couldn't get super into it. I think the, the sweetest part was at the end when it's, it is revealed that the dad, spoiler alert from the eighties, the dad ends up getting him the BB, the BB gun, gun, you know? And so that was a very sweet part because I the dad, think he ever even asked the dad, did he? Not that it showed in the movie. He asked his mom. Well, I think he was around when he was talking about it. He didn't maybe, outwardly ask maybe. the dad. But, but it's kind of like the dad's like, oh, I, I overheard him. Yeah, and, and I had one this. when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. And, and, so that was a sweet moment. Absolutely get that. That's pretty. It's, yeah, For sure. It's a great way to end the movie. Absolutely. Um, um, oh, I think, did I write that down? Because um, that was one of my qualms with it, is that the movie should have... End credits right there. The dad gives the BB gun to oh. the son. The son goes outside. Sure, he breaks his glasses, whatever. And that's that should have been the end of the movie. It should have ended there. 
But there's like an extra random scene where the dogs come running in and eat the mm-hmm. turkey and like mess with the house. And everyone's like, oh, no. And then that's how it ends. It's a very well, weird. Well, it ends with them eating dinner at a Chinese restaurant. Okay, but what is the scene? There's like the final scene that's like yeah. random. It's the Chinese restaurant? The, the dogs come in, destroy the turkey. And so they have to yeah. go out for dinner. And so they go to the Chinese restaurant where there's that... Uh, well, let's just say it's a scene that could not be filmed today. Terribly, terribly insensitive. <laughs> yeah. Um, where some seemingly Chinese men uh, try to sing Christmas carols. Um, and they're unable to. And Yeah. We'll, we'll and they're, you can probably take it where you can with your mind. They're made um, fun of for it. Uh and that's how it ends. It like pans back out I of guess, the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. But it was still just a weird ending. It should have been like the feel good moment of dad got me this BB gun that I've been wanting this entire movie and I finally got it. And that's the culmination of the film. End credits. It's just like weird. I don't know. It was a I weird know, choice. I completely, I completely agree with you. Um, uh, you remember the scene when the dad is ranting and fighting with the furnace? And yes. It's just a string of expletives. Yes. Um, well, Darren McGavin, who plays the dad, uh, said that he just speaks gibberish the entire time because it was impossible for him to do an actual ad-libbed angry words without using actual profanity first words yeah um and they wanted to maintain a pg rating Mm. um and so that's why you can't really ever quite understand words that he's saying he's just making sounds it's just (laughs) making sounds and it's like oh well that's that's uh he's angry yeah yeah well i don't um i don't think we touched on the cast yet but ralphie um i can't remember what his real name is but i'm sure that you can tell me um not only was did Peter he Peter Billingsley. Thank you. Peter Billingsley. Not only did he have a cameo in Elf with Will Ferrell when he was older, he was one of the elves. Um I read up I don't I did not do enough research on this, but he is now like a producer. Yeah. He's That's... like he's had his hand in like a bunch of movies. Uh-huh. He has. He has. Um Yeah, he kind of he didn't do a whole lot as a kid, I don't think. Yeah. Um but he still enjoyed the uh the film world. The film world. Um, um, anybody else in the cast that we need to really uh, chat about? No, I mean, uh, I don't recognize really anybody else in this. Um, yeah. What's, who is your least favorite character? Oh my gosh. Okay. I have issues with both of the parents. I think that both of the parents were written terribly. I don't think it's the actor's fault. I well, think you that. you gotta remember that this was the forties. I guess, but I'm just like, they didn't have any redeeming qualities. The mom was a wet blanket and would, like, had no backbone, did not have any, was not allowed to have any opinion whatsoever. And then the dad was like a big old jerk the whole time until the end when he gave his son what he wanted. But the whole time he was just like mean. And then, oh my gosh, Ralphie's little brother was so annoying. Oh my gosh. And I don't know if that's a testament to the child actor or maybe the writers did not give him enough to work with, but he... I completely agree. His voice was like nails on a chalkboard. Nails on a chalkboard. It was unreal. Now, we have to say that this is a lot of people, like a lot of people say it's not Christmas without a Christmas story. They do whole... I do not agree. There are whole marathons on where they just play the Christmas story over and over and over again. No. And... To that I say, there's better Christmas movies. There's way better this Christmas isn't movies. A terrible Christmas movie? No. But there's better Christmas movies. I will say maybe it's because it, it does kind of have that cult classic kind it of thing. It definitely feel. does. It definitely does. And so I maybe people like watch it because grew of that. Up watching this, yes. then of course you watch it now. Sure. But not being one that grew up watching this, it's same. like, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, same. I definitely agree. And maybe that's because I see more from the dad's point of view than anybody at this point in my life. <laughs> maybe if I grew up watching this, because you asked while we were watching this, like, was there ever that one thing that you like wanted and wanted and wanted? And I honestly can't think of anything. Yeah. I can't think of what... I can remember one, two, like two or three gifts. I think I got a bike for Christmas one year that I was excited about, but I don't think I asked for a bike. Right. I got a, a PlayStation for Christmas one year, but I don't know that I... I may have asked for a PlayStation. I don't But it wasn't it. like Ralphie where you would ask every day or do this, this, and that yeah. to get it and all of that stuff. 
we got a trampoline for Christmas one year, and I don't remember asking for that. But yeah. I mean, those were the the like the good. big gifts that I remember getting. Sure, there's sure. plenty of stuff that I'm sure I got that I don't really remember. Sure, but those were like three that I really remember getting. Well, um, I will say I, again, I don't remember really asking. Yeah, for stuff. Yeah. Well, okay, so in terms of the question that you asked, which is who is my least favorite characters, other than the parents, the bully will continue to give me nightmares. Farkas. He's terrifying. Farkas. He's ter- his face? Perfectly cast. He looks like a bully. I a guess. Bad kid. And it's like a face that you want to punch. Like his Speaking of his smile. Peter Billingsley, Ralphie, does beat him up at uh, towards the he end sure of does. the movie. Redemption. And uh, on the DVD commentary the ramblings that Ralphie yells while beating up Farkas yeah. was fully scripted word for word, he said. <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. It, again, it sounds like just a bunch of gibberish. Yeah. But apparently every word of it was... Um, That's very funny. That's very funny. I just, I mean, I guess you're right. I guess he is perfectly cast because you really hate him. You really hate him. The whole movie. The way he laughs, the way he smiles. He's just terrifying and mean. So I guess they did cast him well. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know at all. Um, I did love a couple things cinematographically. Cinematographically? Yeah, you know. You know Um, what we mean. (laughs) uh, I liked the narration. Yes. Because the narration is all done in retrospect, and so mm-hmm. it's all... I love a good narration. Yeah. It's all from the perspective of adult Ralphie, so yes. he's looking back and still talking like an adult, but like kid stuff is happening. Yes. So I really, really love that. Um, and then also the flashback or not the flashbacks, the um, fantasies are fun. When Ralphie is... Um, I don't know. He has the daydream of him being a cowboy with his BB gun. Yeah. And saving the family. Or Which, him... to be fair, I've done. So. Yeah. No, it's real. It's definitely real. Absolutely. And so he's got several of those little like daydreams. Um, he does one in school. I can't remember what. Where he like he zones out and he has another fantasy in school about. She's like a wicked witch or something. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, the one where he writes the... The theme, best Christmas the theme best ever. Theme. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're so great, uh, Ralphie. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And he's just like looking off into the distance. They're like, Ralphie. Um, so that those are cute. The yeah. little daydreams are cute. Because they're realistic. I mean, every yeah, kid does yeah. that for sure. Um, I got a, a couple of yeah. fun facts. Let's so hear it. The film's final scene in the Chinese restaurant. Yes. Director Bob Clark wanted to get a real reaction from actress Melinda Dillon, who plays the mom. Okay. She was the only cast member who was purposefully given the wrong script and uh, had no idea that a roasted duck would be brought out by the waiters and it would still have his head attached. And Dylan was surprised even further when she saw it and then saw the waiter chop its head off. Okay, so because so she screamed. those are legit reactions yeah. because she had no idea that that was going to happen. Because I remember her like screaming and like giggling nervously when that happened and she was the only one that did that. So that's, that's very funny. Um, so due to the film's popularity, the Daisy Rifle Company has started producing Red Rider BB guns for sale during the Christmas season, and it has become one of Daisy's best-selling rifles. And that's what I had. I had a Daisy Red Rider BB gun. Wow. So you had, like, the exact one that Ralphie had. Um, maybe? I don't know that... Maybe. Cause isn't that like the like the kind and the model that he wanted? Yeah, but I don't know that they were making them at the time. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so what would you talk me through, Lil, Lil Dalton and his little BB gun? What would you What would you do? What would you shoot? Can't. Okay. Um. So you know, back home, behind my aunt and uncle's house, mm-hmm. you've been back there. Yeah. Um. By the shed and stuff. Yeah. There's that old. It looks like an old like lean to thing. Okay. Um, it used to be a dog shed. Um, okay. When Momo and Papa had a dog out there, um, but that's where we used to put cans. Like we would bag cans. You'd line and, them up or and, something. Well, no, we would bag cans and recycle them. Oh. But we would wait till we had a bunch and then take them off so we got more money. Sure. So we kept them down there. Well, I would pull out some cans and set them up on top. I'd like stick them on 
tree branches and <laughs> set them up on on stuff. And, yeah. And you know, and I'd stand up back behind uh, my aunt and uncle's house even before they had moved out there, and I mean, shoot cans. Yeah. Just target practice. Yeah. But you would you would totally like pull a Ralphie and like make believe that you were like. Oh yeah. A yeah. cowboy or a yeah an outlaw. That's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. I just wanted to ask about it because yeah. I knew that you had one. Um, did you ever shoot your eye out? No. Because <laughs> that's a recurring theme in this film of he's going to shoot his eye out. It's it's hard to do that. Well, to be fair, it happens at the end. It does happen but it, at the end. But it's because it ricochets. Of. But again, I don't even know that that would have actually happened. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I don't know, 40s, they made stuff different. It could be. Sure. But like... The BB guns today, like, if you shot what he shot at, like a tin sign. Yeah. It wouldn't ricochet. It may ricochet. not go through, but it would hit it and, like... Drop down. Drop down. Gotcha. I, it wouldn't really... It may bounce back a little bit. Right. I don't think the BB guns today are powerful enough to... Well, did you ever get hurt at all? Or did you ever hurt someone else by accident? Like, did you ever shoot somebody by no. accident? No. I'm just wondering. I'm very curious you about your life. You don't teach people to point guns at people. Like, <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I didn't know if like something, I don't know. No, I was taught never to point at somebody. So well, that you is don't good. don't point at somebody. That is good. You were, you were raised yeah. correctly. I killed a lot of birds and squirrels. Okay. <laughs> with, with the BB gun? Yeah. You can kill the birds and squirrels? No, I just really ticked them off. Yeah. No, well, I mean like, I don't know. BBs are different than bullets, so I didn't know like... Yeah, but you got to think of the size the thing is. Yeah, yeah, and like whatever close range you were at. I mean, you could hit it from, could probably hit it from about 50 feet away. Wow. With consistency. I mean, BB's, it's air rifle. So it just is based off of a pump of air. Sure. That is compressed in the gun when you, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. load it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, like, it... it it won't shoot like a as far as a real gun will. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, otherwise, they would so not be. There's a lot of there's a lot of like I mean, you, some BB guns you can shoot and you can you can watch the BB, you can see it go sure. and, and hit. It's yeah, not yeah. going that fast. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have to be close to really get gotcha. Stuff, but. Gotcha. I'm just curious about your childhood, you know, and uh, because I feel like I don't know, uh, Baby Aldridge is a boy, and so. I feel like he's gonna. I don't know. Let's not get him a BB gun for a while. How I mean, old were you? I was probably nine or ten. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> As a mom, I'm like. I oh don't no! Know. I get it. I'm sure my mom was probably. A little hesitant. Well, but... just like Ralphie's mom was. Yeah. I mean, I definitely sympathize, even though I don't really agree with her character. Um, any other fun facts for me? Um, it's set in a small town in Indiana, but was actually filmed in Cleveland, Ohio. Weird. Um, yeah. Not a whole lot. Nothing crazy. Uh, Red Ryder was a character from comic books and radio in the 1930s and 40s, similar to Roy Rogers, Gene Autry, and the Lone Ranger. Okay. So that's where it came from. Gotcha. And so it wasn't until these this movie came out, I guess, that they officially started making a Red Ryder baby gun. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Uh, this movie inspired the creation of the show The Wonder Years. Really? Huh. Okay. Uh, Ralphie says that he wants a Red Rider BB gun 28 times in the movie. Okay, that was almost a trivia question. Because oh, I was, really? yeah, I was doing some research There's on no it. There's no way I would have. No, I just that. wanted to see if you would have guessed, but that's funny. It's, it wasn't a trivia question, but it almost was. Um, yeah, that's about, uh, oh, this is based off a book. Uh, oh, that's written right. Written by Gene Shepard, who wrote the screenplay for this. And the book is called In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. <laughs> is a very funny title i remember seeing that in the opening credits and being like that's kind of funny um cool very cool are we ready for trivia do you think uh one last fun Ooh, fact okay uh that book is a collection of short stories uh that gene shepherd wrote for playboy magazine in the 1960s wow thanks playboy <laughs> not spawn 
gosh. Okay, so let's get into some trivia here. I only have two sections for us this week. Um, first, as always, is regular trivia. So I've got four questions from each movie. And then we're going into section number two, which is called, Where You From? Which is basically... What? What's home? Good Alabama. <laughs> no, which is where I will name a character and you're going to have to tell me which movie they are from. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I yeah. think I could probably get some of the Griswolds, but I don't remember hardly any of the names yeah. from. So we will Ralphie. see. And let's see how you do. What's the friend's name? I don't know. Maybe let's wait. <laughs> don't, don't talk. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. I'm not. I, it's, blah, not blah. it's not Urkel. We are going into section one first. Okay, okay, we're getting okay. we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, section one is regular trivia. The first four questions are from uh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas okay? Vacation. Number one, what tool does Clark use to put the lights up on his house? Oh gosh, I would like to preface this by saying we watched this movie when we were driving to Alabama for Christmas, and I was <laughs> driving, so I didn't really watch it all. Um. <laughs> What is he? What tool does he use to put the Christmas or what? Lights? What is, what does he use to put them up? Like it's not necessarily like a tool, tool, but like what? A ladder? No, it's what's it's like a what? What? What are they hung up with? Oh, what are they hung up with? Yes. Staples. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Very good. Staples. Number two. What two animals get into the Christmas tree throughout the film? A squirrel definitely does. Yes. And are you counting the cat? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I guess she doesn't get like in it, but she's like around it yeah. when things happen. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Good. Number three. What is the name of Cousin Eddie's dog? Oh. 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 It's gross. Yeah. Something to do with like a butthole or something. <laughs> Slobber, booger. Very close. Booger. Very also close. Drool. Okay, go back to booger. What's another booger. word? Snot. Yep. Okay. Snots. Plural. Snots. Is his name? Yeah. So gross. Just gross. What kind of dog is that? Do you know? Look kind of like a Rottweiler. It was like huge. Yeah. And, you know. Um. Okay. Number four. What two things does Aunt Bethany wrap up as Christmas presents? Oh, her cat. Correct. And is it Jello? Yes. Okay. Her <laughs> so lime Jello or her something. Her Jello like mold. That? Yeah. Um, the the cat bit is actually um, pretty funny physical comedy from Chevy Chase because he's holding the box and every so often he's like Rawr! and he just like <laughs> you know shakes his hand and the box shakes and stuff like that. So that's pretty funny. Good job. Okay, so the next four questions are Christmas story. Okay. Number five. In what department store did Ralphie first see the BB gun? Crap, I knew you were going to ask this. Um, because, again, when I when I saw this, we looked up to see if it was a real department store. And it was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I thought Gimbel's. I didn't think it was a real one. And it is. And it is. Uh-huh. Um, it was going to L. It starts with an H. H. Mm-hmm. Um, H-I. Yes. <laughs> I'll give you the third letter and you'd probably get it. In? D. G. G. Hi-go. Hi-goggles. <laughs> Haggles? Higbees. Higbees. Yeah. Okay. Higbees. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have um, All right. Number six. Um, what grade did Ralphie get on his Christmas theme assignment? Oh, that's easy. C plus. A C, A C plus. plus. Yes. Very good. Um, number seven, who gave Ralphie the pink bunny suit? Oh, is Aunt? Correct. For bonus. I don't know the name. You don't know the name. Aunt Clara. Aunt Clara. But you get a point because it is his aunt. Yep. Which, like, why? Like, it's so weird. It's terrible. And it's, like, so random. It's such a random point of plot. But it's, like, what everybody remembers about this movie. Yeah, I mean, because that is terrible and i love the dad is like you don't want to wear that do you yeah (laughs) he's like no tell him to take it off (laughs) um all right last but not least in this section what did mom give dad for christmas 
Also, they don't have names. Did you notice? Yeah. They don't have names. He calls him, Ralphie calls his dad the old man a lot yeah, of times. Or, or And then mother or whatever. So um, what'd she give him for Christmas? Tickets? No. I can't remember. It was a bit. It was a comedy bit. Um, she gave him a bowling ball. Oh, bowling ball. And she's like, here, Merry Christmas. Dropped it in his lap. And he's like, ah! And it was like a big thing. Um, so yeah. You got most of them except for that last one. Yeah. Well, no, and Higby's. Oh, and Higby's, yeah. I didn't do great. That's all right. I That's did all right. okay. All right. Section two is called, where are you from? Um, so there's eight of these. And you're going to have to tell me if these characters are from a Christmas story or a Christmas vacation. Okay. Number one, Flick. That's a friend's name. In? A Christmas story. Correct. It's one of the friend's names. Yeah, he's the one that gets his tongue stuck. Yeah. Number two, Audrey. I know I said that name. You did. Is that the daughter in Christmas story? Not Christmas story. Vacation? Christmas vacation? Yes. She is the daughter. She's Juliet Lewis. Okay. Yep. Number three, Lewis. Oh, that's uh, Jerry pa- Padalecki. No. John <laughs> John Galecki? Um, okay, no, but you have the movie correct. Johnny Galecki played Russ. Oh, but it's Christmas It vacation. is Christmas vacation. So I have... Is that the one of the... The parents? older, I think it's Uncle Lewis or Cousin okay. Lewis or something. I have omitted the family prefixes. So okay. I'm not doing yeah. aunts Uncle, and uncles or okay. whatever. Okay. So I think it is Uncle Lewis. Um, he's the one with the cigar and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number four, Randy. Because Randy Quaid is in <laughs> Christmas Vacation, yeah. but I think it's a Christmas Story. Correct. Is that the little brother? Correct. Okay. Very good. Very good. Number five, Miss Shields. That's the teacher in A Christmas Story. Very good. Good job. Number six, Bethany. Oh, yeah. That's May Quetzal. Yeah. Um, Christmas Vacation. Yes. I was like, we've said her name a whole yes. bunch. Um, number seven, Grover. Cleveland. He was a president. He wasn't in either of these movies. Um, Cleveland. Grover. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Peter. Balloons on the mailbox means party over here. I'm dead. I'm Um, dead. Grover. Grover. That's a Muppet. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're wrong. This has become unhinged. It is. I don't remember a Grover at all. Uh, I'm gonna say Christmas Vacation. It's Christmas Story. He's. I think he's one of the like the kids. One in of the class, kids. Okay. I think. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, Ruby Sue. Oh, that's uh, Christmas Vacation. Yes. Is that the the cousin? Is that cousin Eddie's cousin Eddie's daughter? Daughter. Yep. Ruby Sue. Yep. Which like. In my brain, those two names don't really go together. Ruby Sue. Yeah, yeah. that's weird, right? She'd be like Peggy Sue. Yeah, right? Um, but anyway, uh, you did okay. Uh, you did all right. Not, not great. Well, I will Good, say, we, we, don't, we didn't really like fully love these movies. That's true. The, the reason why we wanted it's to do no, them... It's no excuse. I need <laughs> to do well on trivia. I have failed our fans. Okay, all right. Well, I, I will say the reason why we wanted to do these movies is because we know that they are beloved by a lot of people and that a lot yes. of people watch these every Christmas. And yes. so we definitely wanted to touch on them. And it's not that we hated them. It's and just we, that there are better Christmas movies We know out there. that there are more Christmas movies. Yes. And we already have, I, I think <laughs> we already have next year's lineup. Christmas lineup. Yeah. Set. Yeah. Um, so. Well, and I was telling Dalton, it's going to be a while before we run out of Christmas-themed stuff. And, and the thing is, after we decided to do this one, we, like, just the other day, I thought of uh-huh. ones that I would have rather done than some of the ones we did this year. <laughs> yes. It's true. 
I'm it's like, true. oh crap, I forgot about that movie. I, I forgot know, about that movie. I know. But that's fine because that means this Christmas series is going to live on. So um, thank you so much for joining us for this entire Christmas season. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we are coming at you with another um, holiday-appropriate movie. Directed by Gary Marshall. Yeah. Um, we love Gary Marshall on this podcast. I feel like we've talked about several of his I movies, right? right um, so we're going to be watching New Year's Eve, um, which I am so excited about. because Star-studded. I think, yes. I have only seen this maybe like a couple of times because I always forget about it. But there are so many people in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about it. It's very much like a kid to... Cheesy rom-com. Rom-com? It's not set in Rome. Um, no, but it is. It's very it's very cheesy, very silly, real easy to be entertained by. You know, it's one of those. But like, it's very much akin to like a, um, like a Love Actually, where it's like a lot of different stories or what's intertwined. Valentine's Day? They did a Valentine's Day. They did a What to Expect When You're Expecting. That's very similar. What, what was the movie where they made fun of that? Was it The Holiday where they make fun of like movies that... There's a movie that makes fun of... Those kinds like, of movies? Uh, the next hit rom-com, Arbor Day, or something like that. Something. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited to chat about that. Um, and I guess when this will come out after New Year's, right? Like the next, yeah, January Yeah, it'll come out a day third. or two after. Yeah. Um, so between now and then, we hope you have a wonderful, happy new year. Hopefully. Stay safe out there. Yes. Don't um, get crazy. Celebrate, uh, celebrate the way you see fit. In terms of us over here at the Magic Fandom, I feel like it's going to be a quiet New Year's Eve. And We're that gonna, sounds uh, nice. Go to bed at a reasonable time and be woken up aggressively with the neighbors with loud fireworks. Oh, I'm sure that will be the case. Um, Eat a lot of snacks and sit on the couch. That's my plan for New Year's Eve. Um, All right, friends. Well, I think that might be it. Um, Follow us on Instagram if you haven't already, at the Magic Fandom Podcast. Um, Message us on there and let us know what you're doing for New Year's Eve. What did you do for Christmas? Tell us the favorite gift that you got. Let us know what you think about these two movies, because like you heard, we have a lot of opinions on them. So let us know how you feel. Other than that, do you have anything else? That's all I got. Alrighty. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and happy new year. Bye-bye now, y'all. Bye.